0: Hey guys, Dar Watts here. Uh, before we get into this podcast, I just want to throw a disclaimer out there for everybody that's listening. Firstly, I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to me. But if anybody is listening to this podcast for the sake of advice, well, for the sake of actually trying to solicit sol- advice from a professional, professional, then I'm not your guy. I would recommend that you listen to another podcast that has just that, a professional mental health personnel, psychologists, and all of them. But if you're listening to me just to hear my story, hear other people's story, and just solicited uh, some knowledge or some educational stuff from what I read, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. As I close out the final episode of season one today. I just want everybody to take a listen and listen to how much your audience, the the audience that I have has been, you know, very supportive and very listening to my podcast. So, I have top five listeners' episodes. The top five. So, Alcohol and Mental Health, my part one, was in the number five spot. And then, the betrayal part one was in the fourth spot. And then, PMDD was in third and then dysthymia and work burnout is racked out as the tie of the top one of my top episodes Um, now I give credit where credit is due considering that uh, the PMDD was a very very last minute thing. And it was very towards the ending of. This uh, this season podcast of year one. It did a hell of a job. Hitting the top three. Just considering. Because I just started doing it back in the April. It's been a little bit over a month. And I did that episode of PMDD. And then ever since then. I did different segments, and I permanently added it in as a segment for, uh, for that to help uh, bring awareness. And you better believe that's going to be one of the ones that I'm carrying over to um, year two. Now, I haven't decided yet the due to preparation to when I'm actually going to fire up year two. So, you I'm not really, um, really have it decided as of now, but I would encourage everyone that do listen to my podcast to follow me on social media. Um, you can follow me on uh, a Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or all three, but uh, mainly uh, Facebook, of course, I'm my name, Gerald Watts Second, and then uh, Twitter at Loved University, and then Instagram at Loved University. So um, I'll either put out a video post or I'll post when I'm actually going to fire up year two, when I'm prepared and ready to do it. Because it's going to take me some time because I'm actually going to be trying to encourage some guests on my podcast on year two. And hopefully the ones that I'm really trying to reach out to, I hope that they'll be the ones to talk to me about their mental health. So, yeah. Yeah. That's where I stand right now. So just just follow me on any of those platforms—Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Once again, if uh, if you want to know when I actually start up the uh, year two, because like I said, I'm not actually full blown. Haven't made a decision yet. Because of course, I have to prepare. I have to you know do a lot of things. Talk to people and um. Go from there. So. Um, we'll see how this works. I hope it works out well. To where I won't be doing a lot of things. In preparation for this podcast. It be less preparation. More talking to people. So we'll see. Um, but we are going to continue with PMDD today. For the last episode. And then I'm going to wrap up the Migraine Series. Uh, part three. I'm going to wrap it up, and I'm just going to get into detail on um, how migraines can be treated and um, share some of my experiences, once again, on um, how I've been suffering from migraines and what I usually do to uh, help treat it. Um, So that is um, one of those those, um, that's going to be on the menu for today's podcast. So just stay tuned. But uh, before I move on to the next segment, um, I still want to take this time still to thank everybody to um, from listening to my podcast, Breaking Mental Health. I really very well appreciate it. If it wasn't really for you guys taking the time to listen, uh, I really wouldn't be where I am right now today with this podcast um with the patience and everything that uh that' I've been pushed forward to uh it's it's rough it's rough um still working and working over eight plus hours and still trying to prep for the podcast and then prepping for other business ventures of mine um with another podcast with Darren double take sports talk and um, venturing into my own uh, business adventures. um, I'm going to be trying to do a lot with uh, dividend investing. Um, Try to at least um, be a help to some people or a lot of people when it comes down to dividend investing and then um, try to Re-establish myself in the photography business, so I'm working on that also, and I am also um, taking the time to try to be um, a content creator for YouTube. You know, when um, in relation to Double tech Sports Talk, I would still like to be able to get some knowledge on being a content creator. When it comes to our podcast. Um, Because I'm not really that good with it. But I have to kind of open my shell a little bit. Crack it and open it. So there's a lot of things that I want to do. And I still want to be able to still take the time to still give myself plenty of time to prep for year two. But I still have other ventures that I want to do. There is gonna be a year or two, so anybody that's actually a faithful listener, please not worry. I will have a year or two. So but you can also um take a moment. Um I also take a piece of this podcast and I use it for the platform of the sports podcast, Double Take Sports Talk. I will normally get into the mental health aspect, but in the athlete's perspective. So if you guys are, you know, wanting to convert over while I'm gone, working on year two, I will still be doing uh Double Take Sports Talk podcast, and I will still have uh, Breaking Mental Health, uh, a little piece of it. You're more than welcome to actually take that time to listen to that too, because I'll still be doing that as well. So... Um, I just want y'all to bear that in mind and that's uh, that I will be doing that as well so um, alright so when I come back I'm going to go ahead and dive into PMDD try to bring some awareness on that for any new listeners that are here for this last podcast episode for year one so stay tuned um, I'll be right back before I get into the next segment I just have to see. <laughs> I have to say this <clears throat> I just happened to see this and I think this uh, came out uh, yesterday uh, it was a wild rumor it claims that Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, Kayla Nicole, broke up with him after he made her pay half of everything, only gave her $100 during the relationship. So, for Bro Bible, this is what it says It appears that Travis Kelsey and his longtime girlfriend, Kayla Nicole, had broken up again. Back in 2020, Kelsey and Nicole broke up amid rumors that the Chiefs tight end had cheated on her. The rumors this time claim around claim the broke up with Kelsey because he's cheap and made her pay half for everything during their relationship. So via media takeout, according to a person close to Travis's former fiance Kayla, she and the NFL star are officially over, and this time, it's over for good. And it, and no, it doesn't have anything to do with Travis cheating. It has everything to do with Travis Cheapy. Kayla's girlfriend told media takeout that Travis is so cheap that during the entire relationship, which lasted more than three years, and Travis, who is paying playing on a four-year, sixty million dollar contract, only gave Kayla a hundred dollars. Yes, you read that right—a hundred dollars. Kayla's friend explained, "Travis is very cheap." And in the beginning, he tried to make Kayla prove that she wasn't with him for the money. So she had to pay half of everything. The tipster continued. Half of every date, every trip, everything. The two split up last year amidst cheating rumors. And Travis promised that if Kayla took it back, he'd be different. But the friend explained, Travis is still a cheat. Maybe he's not cheating anymore, but he's not breaking bread like he needs to. According to the friend, Kayla and Travis are no longer together we asked whether there was hope that Travis and Kayla, who, said, who makes such a great-looking couple, of ever reconciling. Kayla's friend told media to takeout, if he stops being cheap and gives Kayla what she deserves, maybe. The rumor regarding Kelsey's breakup went viral and friends had really hilarious reactions. Yeah, so everybody went to Twitter and Kind of just reacted to this whole ordeal. Now, I'm going to give my personal opinion about this whole ordeal. Rumor, it's a you know it's it's a rumor. Believe that, but (laughs) I'm going to give my opinion about how this whole ordeal is. Really selling them. Now apparently. Um. I believe Kayla Nicole. Is supposed to be. Some kind of social media. Influencer. If I'm right. Um. They was together. Pretty much. For um. Five years, I would say. Uh she and <laughs> I'm trying to figure out here if if Kelly Nicole is a social media influencer, why does she need money from Travis Kelsey? That's what I'm trying to figure out. But there's there's so much things that she do that I'm pretty sure she's baking bread herself. I really don't want to jump into different situations about this, but just looking at this, the whole purpose of this ordeal was was from 2020, and Travis Kelsey's ordeal was probably him cheating on her, and if she if he took or if she was to take him back, he would change, not in the sense of giving her more money or stuff like that, but stop cheating. That was his. That's from I have seen it from an angle lens, but apparently for her, it's more about being a better man in the sense of you know coming out of his pocket more, giving him more money, and um you know paying for everything since she's making sixty million dollars in four years. You know, he should be able to provide that. And in my personal opinion, you, you shouldn't have to do that. Kayla Nicole shouldn't have to put that on Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey shouldn't have to put that on her. They both worked hard to get to where they're at. And if they were to get married, the question would have been, would she will want him to avoid a prenuptial agre- agreement because if they were to not sign a prenuptial agreement, she would get pretty much everything. If something would happen to him or them in the marriage, it something, you know, something would, would give for her, you know, but there's just a lot of things that you just have to kind of think about in that sense. And it's like, Oh my gosh, are you for real? You feel like that? She deserves this type of money from Travis Kelsey, he shouldn't have to do that. People are different. And that's what people really don't understand. Most people are different. People would actually give their money to, you know, their loved ones. They would do that. You know, Um, celebrities, same thing. And regular people, same thing. It's nothing different. They would actually sit down and do that. But some people are different. It's like, hey, I worked hard to achieve where I stand. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to let some woman that, you know, rather if it's been five years, ten years, take away from my hard work. Now, if this was a situation like a uh, LeBron James and Savannah James situation, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to be like, you know what? I'll give her my whole paycheck, too. That I probably would have done. You know, but Savannah James has really proven that she's not about the money. And that's what Travis Kelsey is trying to get at here with Kellen the Cove. If you're not about the money, then you're going to have to, you know, kind of Prove that you are. And that's what was been said in that article. You're going to have to prove that. But I just wanted my take on I just wanted to give my take on it. It just kind of caught my attention. But to, it's rather really funny to me in my personal opinion. Not funny when you go, ha, 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 it's laughter type of deal. But it's just kind of funny that you're just throwing it out there as an admit rumor. And I just had to give my opinion on it. But yeah, that's my opinion. PMDD almost ruined my life before I found out what it was so a lot of people are still coming to grips but don't know that PMDD is real a lot of women come coming to grips this so bringing awareness to the fact that PMDD excuse me the PMDD is real a certain point where you'll have to be learning to accept that it's there and rather now that you have it. So, reading this story for parents, uh, Heather M. Jones. Before becoming a mom of two, I never had premenstrual syndrome, PMS, uh, not even cramps. I may even have, have been a little bit smug about it. Then one month, about a year after the birth of a second child, I found myself in the depths of despair. Having lived with depression for most of my life, I thought it was just related to that. But this is this felt different. It was more severe It was scary felt completely hopeless even suicidal I couldn't stop crying I felt rage at minor triggers this deep emotional spell lasted only a few days and then I felt back to myself I didn't notice it at first that it had lifted when my period started for several more months I felt myself falling into the highly emotional state for three days then get my period and feel fine again each time it happened I would become completely irrational. Making major and ill-advised life decisions. It felt like an entirely different person. One month, I almost divorced my husband. Remember people, this is something that you cannot control. So when people make ill-advised life decisions, it's not their fault that they made the ill-advised decisions is what this is what PMDD is doing to you. It's forcing you to lose control and you can't control it. You just can't control it. And this is how that it's just like taking your depressions about everything. Your anxieties about everything. All the things that you suffer from in mental health. Add PNDD to it and boom. That is your whole life in a negative. That's what that is. And proving, making ill-advised decisions. Remember, it's not your fault. You just can't control it. But finding the treatments I have been sharing that a lot, doing the treatments is the most very key and critical thing, it's that important. so, just bear them. Other months, I abruptly ended important friendships, including a woman with whom I have been friends for nearly 30 years. Frequently during these episodes, I questioned even if I even wanted to be alive. I was terrified. Despite having had depression for decades, these episodes were the first time I ever felt out of control of my actions. Then I made the connection with my period, noticing that the onset and then relief of these episodes seemed to coincide with the arrival of my period. I turned to Google for some answers, when I came across the description of the premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which is PMDD, it was like reading an account of my own life. I finally had a reason for my monthly breakdowns. So I think I've already shared this before, but I'm going to share it again. The difference between PMDD and PMS. This is probably from a different perspective. maybe. PMDD is very similar to PMS, but more severe. Uh, approximately 20% of us experience mood swings, cramps, food cravings, no interest in activities, and anxiety in advance of our cycle, whereas only around 3-8% to 8% of women experience PMDD. So while both PMS and PMDD can have physical and mental emotional symptoms, <clears throat> PMDD tends to present with more severe psychological symptoms. PMDD is classified as a mental illness, but PMS is not. PMDD can be very serious. About percent, 15%, 15% of women with PMDD attempt a suicide. This is just a prime example of how women Cannot be blamed For the way that they act I had to learn that myself I, I'm just going to say this I had to learn Based off Relationships That There is a big difference Between a woman having the PMS And then there's a woman with PMDD It's a big difference because You have to Kind of think about The actions of how a woman will act when it come around to their period, and I happen to notice that um, that some of the women that I had dealt with was just PMS, or they never had PMS at all, but then. You'll come across those ones that actually are suffering from PMDD. But there are some people that I do know that I have a strong feeling that they suffer from PMDD and don't know it, but haven't been diagnosed. Apart from dealing with all the mental health issues, the depressions and anxiety, and all of that. I believe that some people that I know Are suffering from PMDD I really do I don't have proof But I truly believe that they are Because like I said It's just a big difference It's a big difference On how they're acting It's a big difference on How um, How wild they can be they out of load expressions of anger and blow ups, arguments and all of that it's a big difference and it seems like to me that it happens more with women that has children versus women that don't have children now I've also seen that some women that only has one child don't suffer enough as much women that has two, three, four, five, six kids but at the same time it's more of those ones that actually suffers and they still have a lot of kids and they're like oh oh I never had time to experience it because I've been too busy with the kids you get those type of people all the time but then you get those ones that has those those issues because if, if the if women can it will actually sit down and say hey I never had time to you know experience it because you know I'm too busy dealing with that and I'm too busy, too busy with work that just shows right there that they are more adapt to responsibility and they're more adapt to how they can deal with pressure deal with their mental health they have a plan but like I said it's not other people's fault for the way that they're acting or the way that It can't control them When it comes down to it Like I say Everyone acts different Every woman acts totally different When it comes down to Having PMS And having PMDD They're two different totally things They're different And The only Strike of a difference is that It's happening During your PMS well, not difference, the similarity is it happens at the strike of uh, uh, your uh, PMS that's the similarity and that and that's perfectly um, and that's perfectly normal yeah, I, you don't want it to be perfectly normal but know you just have to kind of you just kind of have to you know i've said it before you have to keep track of your uh, pms you have to take mental notes you have to take physical notes being able to know what's happening to you what's not happening to you why is this happening to you what do you think is you know causing you to act this way is that the pms is not you know it's, it's getting worse you know, just different things that you could just take yourself notes on, good notes. So yeah, it's it's just one of those things. And like I said, I, I wouldn't been able to do this uh, segment without uh, Katie Dickinson. <sighs> I wouldn't have been able to do it without her because she uh, she kind of caught my attention to it because I've seen her page. and I have actually seen her uh, post and try to be able to grab some understanding done a little research uh, here at home on Google just to understand what PMDD is all about so that was one of the reasons why I told her hey I want to do this segment but I'm doing this segment on the base of You because of her because um, we need to bring those type of awareness. Um, You know, I I bring up more awareness on a lot of the different things under the PMDD. I also do Black Lives Matter. Not a lot, but I do. But I have to talk about it every now and then. Not every now and then, but I do have to talk about it because it's that's becoming an issue. That needs to be raised awareness too and everything else that causes problems and also PMDD is also one of the most important ones because it's affecting other women's mental health and that has to that has to be changed with a lot of good research, a lot of good donations and a lot of good planning you know, and I truly believe that Awareness is never going to stop And it's going to be fair going I truly believe that And I believe that They will happen to Get more awareness And they will be aware about it And they will at least Try to fix this problem I truly believe that I give it another uh, Less than maybe five years I really do because this is starting to become a bigger and bigger fish that needs to be fried at this case to be able to sit down and figure out what it is because the suicide rates are going to keep it's going to raise and they're not going to exactly know why this is why are more women taking lives because now it's more men that's taking more of the risk of being suicidal more than women. And now that role has flipped and that women are more suicidal. But they can't come to grips to why that is. Maybe because if you asked to sit down and start studying some of the things about PNDD that could be your bigger problem. Now I'm not saying that most women deal with that But what I am saying is is that there are awareness out there for a reason. People are raising awareness for a reason. So just bear that in mind while we're sitting here. The women are sitting here trying to reach out to a lot of um, mental health professionals and psychologists and doctors and stuff like that to help them with these problems but that's all I have uh, once again I thank Katie Dickinson uh, for allowing me to help advocate PMDD I got her credentials in the uh, description and so since I'm going to have some time off you can Browse her page At any given moment You can do Whatever you need to do If you need to communicate With her Maybe She will But I really want to Put her On To next year's Well not next year But year two podcast. And I want to get More in depth with her With all the issues That she's having But it's going to be Difficult But I'm going to do The best I can Very difficult for the try, but her credentials will be in the description. Now, thank you once again, Kate. Uh, next, my grace. be right back. treating um, migraine headaches are chronic and which minds believe it or not is chronic too uh, they really can't be cured but they can be managed and possibly improved uh, there are two main treatment approaches that use medications abortive and preventive so abortive medications are most effective when you use them at the first sign of a migraine take them while the pain is mild By possibly stopping the headache process, abortive medication can help stop or decrease your migraine symptoms, including pain, nausea, light sensitivity, etc. Some abortive medications work by constricting your blood vessels, bringing them back to normal, and relieving the throbbing pain. The other one is preventive. I think they use a term that I'm very familiar with that's from a TV show if I got the pronunciation right for reading this that's why I'm kind of laughing because it was seen Prophylastic. <laughs> <From> <laughs> I'm sorry it's not supposed to be funny but if this is the right term or the right pronunciation of propolatic, as <laughs> you see, if anybody had watched the Golden Girls, it's not a full episode, but it's like a segment that they show them at least two or three times during the earlier years of the Golden Girls. I would say in years one, two, and three. <laughs> maybe even four that uh, they have uh, shown this scene where they were at the supermarket and they were doing all this shopping for this vacation that they had with their uh, dates and so they happened to at the last minute remember that you know they needed condoms you know protection because they was going out on a date with these guys on a or something like that and when they get their selections and stuff like that with the condoms that they wanted it goes that they had the uh, they, they put the condoms up there and said they want a package of this they like the package of this and like huh oh, I'll take these and the guy looks at the condoms because now at this point they are you know they're trying to keep it a secret because you know back in the day it was you know condoms wasn't you know um, one of those ones that people would use to use protection for sex and stuff like that (laughs) and so if you announce that they're having that they're buying condoms and stuff it's an embarrassing moment and it's probably still like that today you know it's probably still that way today but (laughs) was so funny, he looks at it and Blanche goes, uh, you see, now that wasn't so bad, was it? God gets on the mic and says, Hey Joe, I need some price checks on some condoms. <laughs> These three ladies here well, a couple of boxes of the King George Elastic <laughs> I'm sorry, but call me Goofy. <laughs> Call me Goofy, but that was funny. Oh my gosh. But did that word just struck out to me. I had to just share that moment. That's where I got the word propelastic, because I'm pretty sure that's the, that's the term for it. But if I'm crazy, I, I will have the uh, I will still have the link in the description from my uh dot dot org. <laughs> You'll finally see if you actually dig into it. But these preventive medications may be prescribed when your headaches are severe, uh, occur more than four times a month and are significantly interfering with your normal activities. Uh, preventive medications reduce the frequency and the severity of the headaches. Medications are generally taken on a regular, daily basis to help prevent migraines. <sighs> what migraines? I mean, what medications are used to relieve migraine pain? Uh, over-the-counter medications are effective for some people with mild to moderate migraines. The main ingredients of pain-relieving medications are so ibuprofen, aspirin, animosafen, naxproxin, and caffeine. Three over-the-counter products approved by the Food and Drug Administration for migraine headaches are Excedrin Migraine, which I take, Advil Migraine, and Morton Migraine Pain. I'll uh, get into review of the Excedrin Migraine here in a minute because Advil Migraine I don't know about, and Morton uh, Migraine Pain I have no idea about. But if anybody suffering from migraines, uh, email me at breakingmiddleh.com and give me go good review of one of those two medications you could do migraines, exchange of migraines too you know, just a second hand thought, third hand thought too being like if I'm the only one too uh, be cautious when taking over the counter pain relieving medications sometimes overusing them can cause analgesic rebound headaches or a dependency problem if you're taking any over the counter pain medications more than 2 or 3 times a week Report that to your healthcare provider. They may suggest prescription medications that may be more effective. Uh, Prescription drugs for migraine headaches include triptan, or triptan class of drugs. Uh, These are all borders. Uh, Sumatriptan, Sumatriptan, Naratriptan. I botched them. Calcium uh, channel blockers was verapamil uh calcium calciotonin gene related which is cGRP monoclonal antibodies antibodies which is serum free manusumab uh and f Made of blockers ethanol no at a-ten-no, <sighs> at the law law and no not the maybe antidepressants which is uh, gosh amateur Tyline, Dortripotiline, Doexpin, Vena, Faxine, and Dulacentine. These are just crazy words. Anti-Caesar drugs, this is vaprosic acid and tropamatine. And others which are steroids. Fenton Bent, phenol, the uh, azines, corded, colic, colic No, that's wrong, too. But your healthcare provider might recommend vitamins, mineral, or herbs, including roboflavin, fi- which is vitamin B2, magnesium, fever, few. Butterbur and Enzyme Q10. Drugs to relieve migraine pain come in a variety of formulations, including pills, tablets, injections, suppositories, or suppositories. But I think it's suppositories and nasal sprays. You and your healthcare provider will discuss the specific medication combinations and medications. No, combinations of medications and formulations to best meet your unique headache pain. Drugs to relieve nausea are also prescribed if needed. All medications should be used under the direction of a headache specialist or healthcare provider familiar with migraine therapy. As with any medication, it's important to carefully follow the label instructions and in your healthcare provider's advice. Alternate uh, Migraine manage- Management Methods, also known as home remedies. Home remedies include resting in a dark, quiet, cool room, applying cold compress or washcloth to your forehead or behind your neck. Some people prefer heat. Uh, massaging your scalp, yoga, applying pressure to your temples in circular motion, keeping yourself in the calm state, meditating, and biofeedback. So what's biofeedback? Bio- biofeedback is the use of special equipment strapped to your head. The equipment measures the physical tension of your body and alerts you when you need to control your stress, which changes the physical process, processes related to stress. You won't have to use the equipment forever because you'll learn how to detect the tension on your own. The device works on children as well as adults. Are there surgical procedures that relieve migraines? Uh, surgical treatments are not generally recommended for migraine headaches. Now, what are the treatment options for migraine headaches during pregnancy? Avoid medications for migraines when you're pregnant or if you think you may be pregnant. They can, negative, they can negatively affect your baby. With your healthcare provider's permission, you may be able to take a mild pain reliever like acetaminophen. Tylenol has acetaminophen in it too, so that could be pretty much acceptable too. But I'm not a doctor. Don't depend on it. Uh, can Migraine Headaches Be Prevented? There is no cure for migraine headaches, but you can take an active role in managing them. maybe reducing how often you get them and possibly controlling how severe they are by following these tips. Keep a Migraine Diet. Take notes about any foods or other triggers that you may think may have caused you to develop a migraine. Make changes to in your diet and avoid these triggers as much as possible. Get a prescription for CGPR, monoclonal antibodies. antibodies. This objective was created specifically to help with migraines. Get seven to nine hours of sleep at night. Eat regular intervals. Don't skip meals. Drink plenty of water. Exercise regularly and maintain a healthy weight. Learn techniques to control stress such as meditation, yoga, relaxation training, or Bible breathing. Take medications directed by your healthcare provider. Preventative medications include antidepressants, anti-seizure medications, calcitonin, gene-related peptides, uh, uh, medicines that lower bro- blood pressure, or Botox injections. You might be prescribed uh, Tmolo, Etripatolamide, like uh, notice that some of the same medications that can help you manage a migraine may also help prevent one. Talk to your healthcare provider about hormone therapy if your migraines are thought to be linked to your menstrual cycle. Consider trying a transcutaneous supraorbital nerve stimulation device. This battery-powered electrical stimulator device is approved by the Food and Drug Administration to prevent migraines. The device worn like a headband around or whatever. This device worn like a headband or on your arm emits electrical charges. The charge stimulates the nerve that tr- transmits some of the pain, experienced in migraine headaches. The device may not be covered by your health insurance. Get counseling from a therapist for help controlling your stress and ask your health care provider for a referral. Migraines are unique to each individual. Likewise, how migraines are managed is also unique. The best outcomes are usually achieved by learning and avoiding personal migraine triggers. Managing symptoms, practicing preventive, preventative methods, follow the advice of your healthcare provider and reporting any significant changes as soon as they occur. Is there a cure for migraines? Although there is a cure, there are treatments that may help you manage your, manage your symptoms. How long will I have migraine headaches? You may experience migraine headaches for the rest of your life. If your migraines are caused by your period, you may stop having them when menopause starts. When should I seek immediate help or contact my health provider? Call 911 to an emergency department right away if you experience the worst headache of my life. You'll have the neurologic symptoms that you have never had before, including speaking difficulty, balancing problems, vision problems, mental confusion, seizures, or numbing, tingling sensations. Your headache comes on suddenly. You have a headache after experiencing a head injury. schedule a visit with your healthcare provider if the number or severity of your headaches increase or your headache pattern changes, your migraine—I'm sorry—your medications no longer seem to be working or you're experiencing new or different side effects. So what questions should I ask my healthcare provider? Will my child grow out of their migraines? What medications do you recommend for me? What should I change about my lifestyle to prevent my migraine headaches? Should I get tested? What type of migraines do I have? What can my friends and family do to help? Are my migraines considered chronic? Migraine headaches can be devastating and make it impossible to go to work, school, or experience other daily activities. Fortunately, there are some ways to possibly prevent a migraine and other ways to help you manage and endure your symptoms. Work with your healthcare care provider to keep migraines from ruling your life. Alright. So that's it. Like I said, I have the link in the description. You can read over it. Read it with me. Or read it over in your own time. But I will say this. Um, most of the stuff that's been said. Like uh, the medication. To help relieve migraine pain I can speak for Excedrin migraine But I said this before And what I normally do When it comes down to That Is that when I have a migraine I also suffer from body pains And the body pains Don't necessarily 100% go away But the migraine does So I don't recommend this But this is what I do I would usually take two, whatever's going on, rather if I have the body aches and the migraine, or I have just the body pains, or just the migraine. But if I have the migraine without the body aches, I'll just take an extra migraine and I'll take two. It works. If I'm suffering from body aches but no migraine or no headache, i just take a tolerant. And that helps with body. which I have suffered many, many times, and still do, suffer from both migraines and body What I would do is I'll take two Exendron migraines and one Tylenol. That works. Well, that sometimes works. And that sometimes works because of if I suffered it, and it also depends on what I do which I'm going to go into right now the only ways that I get a migraine is if I drink ginger ale now there is two types of ginger ales that are out there and the the ones that don't drink is just that the Canada Dry ginger ale and all those other flavored ginger ales now, however, what I do drink that do involve ginger ale is the Zevia. I do drink those because those do not give me headaches. Those can kind of ginger ale the, 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 the gives me the nastiest headache you can ever experience. I cannot do it. It's horrible. It's nasty. It's filthy. And it's downright painful. When I drink the Canada Dry and all those other flavored ginger except the Zevia, I damn near die. Okay, those headaches are so bad that I get out, I get up out of the bed, I'm losing my balance, I am having trouble seeing, and I can't stand up for a long period of time. I cannot stand up for a long period of time. That... Is the most worst headache I could ever experience in my life, and that's and that's pretty much a migraine. Like I said, I'm a chronic migraine sufferer, and so anything that's chronic you really can't get rid of. But there are things that you can do to help yourself with that. Also, what is what causes my migraine is if I eat too much sodium, which too much salt that would trigger. There's times that I've eaten fried chicken. I have eaten mashed potatoes with salt. All these foods, macaroni and cheese with salt. All this stuff. That's a lot of salt. And I don't drink no. And that time, I did not drink a lot of water to help cool that down. And I got the headache. So that was the big difference. So um, that's how I suffer the migraine. And another way I suffer migraine is if I don't eat. If I don't eat, it'll come up eventually. The migraine will come up. It'll come up as a headache. And then it'll turn over to a migraine. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. It will eventually turn to that. So, I have to at least eat to kind of keep it maintained in that case. Um, Now, one of the things that I have done to help cut down on... The number of headaches is that I've managed to lose weight. I have managed to stop drinking a lot of caffeine. The only caffeine that I deal with is exaggerated migraines because they do have migraines, not migraines, they do have uh, caffeine. But I have cut off all migraines. Oh, God. I have cut off all caffeine. Period. I drink decaf coffee. Rarely. But, coffee, I drink decaf. And, getting rid of, uh, caffeine has really changed everything. I started drinking more water. And it's it's been helping cut down a number of headaches and migraines that I've had. And it's not surprising. You know, it's just a better way of self-care on yourself. You just have to kind of, Excuse me, you have to kind of just focus on the pinpoint, take mental notes and take physical notes and know what it is that's causing that and what you can do to help it. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, just that and it's crazy on the results that I have. I love it. I love the fact that I've actually been able to take care of more of myself because I was getting headaches almost oh god every day which it felt like every day but in that case I would get a headache if I didn't have any caffeine in my body Olya getting me sick it's been almost a year June I think it's June 8th will be a year it's coming up uh, Aaliyah getting me sick Getting the stomach flu or so i end up getting the stomach flu And just throwing everything up The greatest thing that's ever happened The worst And the worst Most painful thing to deal with But it was worth it I'm glad it happened I'm glad she got sick And I'm glad I threw everything up And I was able to start a roll Starkling I didn't eat for three days I didn't drink anything for three days. So that's how I knew that it was time to make that change. And I have. I have not had all of those cafees except the migraines. But I've had absolutely no caffeine ever since. And this is my second step. So just bear in there. So, like I said, this link will be in the description. Just kind of think about how you want to approach things when you come down to your migraines. your note-taking, mental notes, and all of that. Little small things always make big things. I've always said that. Psychotherapy, talk about small things it can create bigger things. It can create a bigger foundation for yourself to help you get the treatments that you deserve. I've always talked about that. So that's all I have folks And this is a wrap Of year one Of Breaking Metal Hell I made it through We made it through Thank you, thank you, thank you I've had some Tough courses Coming in To try to keep up And I felt like I've done the best i could but in that month range of December to January was one of the toughest and that kind of set me back and I know now I'm going to do everything in my damn to not let that happen again unless I grant a leeway and not unexpectedly to let that happen again but I really appreciate everybody listening to me don't forget to listen in I'm not listening But follow me on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram Facebook, Daryl Watch the Second um, Twitter, at Love University, And Instagram, at Love University. I will put out a certain date on when I'll fire up year two So please follow me Please follow me Or you can email me Keep bugging me about it. from at gmail.com. And I'll let you know then if you email But until then, stay true to yourself. And always remember when it comes to listening, you are one step closer to bringing awareness. Let's go.